What's up, guys? My name is Loverfella, and welcome back to my very first episode of Lovercast. This is a brand new podcast I'm starting. It's basically designed to be extremely motivational, but it's not going to be perfect, all right? This is probably the first time I've really taken podcasting seriously. I don't know a lot about it. I don't really have any type of system set up, so it's probably just going to be a lot of random talking to start out, and hopefully we'll get into some more structure here in the future. I have interviews planned with some experts, business owners, CEOs. It's going to be incredible stuff, and hopefully you can use the stuff that I'm sharing with you here in your personal lives to improve your life to the point where you're happy. So to start off the first episode, I don't know if I'm going to do this in all of the episodes, but in the first episode, I asked you guys on my YouTube channel, leave a comment with the hashtag AskLover, something you want me to cover in this podcast, and I'll answer that for you guys. So I'm going to go through, I think I have three questions I want to answer today, and then we'll get into the topic of this podcast, which is intermittent fasting. Our first question comes from Mick Cola, which by the way, Mick, shout out to you. You got that Loverfellow logo icon. Looks freaking sick. And he basically has a really long question that says, what helps you go on when you have no family or loved ones and no motivation for life? And so this one kind of stuck out to me because, well, a couple reasons, but this is a great question. I think it applies to a lot of us. And if it doesn't, it will apply to you at some point in your life. So the first part of the question here is you don't have any family or loved ones. So that's actually pretty easy for me to answer. I don't believe that you need family or loved ones to feel like life has a purpose. I don't really have a close relationship with my family members. I haven't spoken to my mom in three years and she's actually in the process of suing me right now. So I barely have a family. I hardly consider, I mean, I'm kind of close to my brothers, but I, you know, I play video games with them. We're just not that close. And as far as loved ones, friends, whatever it is that you want, that's important. But you have to understand that people come and go into your life. And some people, maybe they're just here for a couple weeks and then they're gone. Maybe you become in love with someone and you love them for years and then they're gone. And you just have to understand that people come and go into your life and you just have to make the most of the moments while they're here. I mean, everyone's going to die at some point. If you don't die first, everyone that you know will die and you'll lose them. So something to think about is that just enjoy the moments you have with people. And so... The second part of the question is you don't have any motivation for life. And so this one is actually the part that I'm concerned about because if you don't have motivation for life, you don't have purpose. And if you don't have purpose, there's no reason for you to do anything. So there's no reason for you to wake up in the morning. There's no reason for you to get in shape. There's no reason for you to put an effort into anything, right? Because if there's no purpose, there's no reason for any of that to happen. And so this is is extremely important. If you feel like you don't have a purpose, I need you to put everything on pause until you can figure out what your purpose is because it's extremely important to find something that you love. And so for this particular example, my recommendation is to just do everything. Just do everything. If you don't have something that you love right now, do everything. Go rock climbing, start painting, start a podcast, start YouTube videos, start doing sports, play basketball. You never played soccer, now you're on a team. Do everything. And that's how you find what you love. Because if you just sit in your room all day and do nothing about how, thinking about how you have nothing you care about, well, that's how it's going to stay. But if you start pushing yourself to do new things every single day and living every day like it's your last day, eventually you're going to find something you love. And eventually you're going to find something that you, that you look at like how I look at my YouTube videos, something that you look forward to for years, something that drives you to improve. And I think that's the foundation for success is finding what it is you love. And to do that, you have to to be willing to put yourself out there and do new things. So Mick, thank you for the awesome question. I hope that helped answer your question a little bit, but focus on motivation. Don't focus on the family or loved ones. People come and go into your life. Don't depend on other people for your own happiness. All right, question two. 
that was deep boys that was real deep and i'm still really i'm not even sure if my if my recording is working right it's like i'm using a different program guys so it could be a little messy i don't know coffee sip time that's some real good coffee sir tristan um first off tristan thank you for being such a loyal fan of the lover fam for so long but he says what kind of things can you use to keep you going so what do you use to keep going when you when you hit a wall when you're stumped when you just don't feel motivated that's a fantastic question my advice is when you don't feel like going keep going because i don't always feel like going i don't think anyone always feels like going lebron james doesn't always feel like going there's always moments in people's lives where they really just feel like quitting they aren't good enough they're comparing themselves to others they just don't feel like they can do it and that happens to me all the time that i mean honestly that's almost a daily thing for me i always feel like i shouldn't do this i mean look at my videos look at my views they're so bad oh, i suck but that's the thing you just go you just push through it. There's no secret recipe. There's no, this is the five steps to keep going. It's just do it. I don't want to work out every day, but I do it. I don't want to record every day, but I do it. And I think it just comes down to willpower and kind of ties into the topic of this episode, fasting. So we'll, we'll kind of jump back into how this relates later. It's really important. So I hope you guys stick around for that. Um, but you just do it, man. Last question for today comes from Alex Ruiz. And he basically says, I have trouble keeping my mind busy i'm thinking about things i don't want to think think about what should i do to keep things off my mind lucky for you mr alex i've had the same problem and i spent the last year trying to figure out how to fix that and it actually came down to meditation so i bought the headspace app i'm paying like 15 dollars a month to use it i wish they'd sponsor me but i don't think i'm big enough yet on this podcast but meditate because meditation is basically practicing clearing your mind it's practicing keeping your mind open and and and, um you just kind of let thoughts come and go and it's really powerful but it's not easy but if you're if you're thinking about things you don't want to think about if your mind's constantly active um first thing to recognize is i don't think it's possible to not think i'm pretty sure the only way to not think is to have your brain turned off which means you're dead so you're always going to have thoughts so don't think for a second you can just think about nothing because you, you pretty much always thinks some of my meditation um, coaches on Headspace, whatever, they say you can. I've heard some people say you can't. So I don't know. My, my understanding is you're not able to actually turn your brain off unless you die. So I would practice meditating. And instead of learning how to keep things off your mind, what you're actually going to learn is how to watch those thoughts pass. Because once you realize you are not your thoughts, it's a really powerful moment. You realize your thoughts are your thoughts and you are you. Those are very separate things. So you can think about anything and not become that. You can think, I am socially anxious, but it doesn't make you a socially anxious person, right? It's kind of interesting to think about. I would recommend Headspace. Anyone having this problem, start meditating. So those are the three questions that LoverFam asked me today. Still crossing my fingers this first episode will work. I have no idea how I'm going to even upload this thing. So let's, uh, let's move on to the topic of the video, which is fasting. So fasting is pretty important to me. I do a lot of fasting in my personal life. I've done a lot of 24-hour fasts. Um, this Currently, I'm doing a 72-hour fast as I make this video, coffee, water, and tea only, and I'm on hour 65 right now. So hopefully I'll, be, hopefully I'll live through this one. It's pretty, pretty rough. But fasting is actually something that's helped change my life in some pretty big ways. So I actually want to make the whole topic of this podcast about fasting, why you should do it. But if you're young, you know, you're 16, 17, 18, maybe make sure you're done growing before you fast because when you're going through puberty, you kind of need a lot of food. Um, It's actually extremely important to have food. 
and if you don't get it, you might not grow. So do not do this if you're not completely done growing. You're a man, you're a woman, you're done. So let's go over, um, kind of break this up into two parts. I'm going to talk about why you should fast, the benefits, and I'll talk about how to do it. So hopefully this makes sense to you guys. I'm not an expert on fasting, but it's something that I've done a lot. Um, and then after we finish that, I'm going to actually talk about my experiences through fasting. So I'm going to tell you how I feel when I fast and kind of what impacts it's had on me. So I pulled up this website here, did some research on a bunch of different benefits, and we're just going to kind of run through them and talk about why you maybe need to think about adding this into your lifestyle. So the first one is actually because it increases your lifespan. So fasting according to research, can make you live a longer life. They did some tests on rats, and they found all these diseases that rats had were cured by fasting. Even cancer disappeared, literally disappeared while these rats were fasting. Cancer disappeared, just gone. And so it can actually delete these diseases, and I'll explain how in a couple minutes. But it's absolutely incredible. So if you feel like you're getting sick, a way that you could potentially fix that by the way, I'm not a doctor. Don't take this advice to heart. You, I could be wrong. My understanding is a way to fix that is by fasting. And according to these researcher or these researchers' experiments on rats and other animals, it works perfectly. So that's absolutely incredible. It can increase your lifespan. Second, it can increase your resistance to stress. So as your body becomes more and more stressed as you're fasting, your cells are actually eating themselves. So your body starts to eat itself. All of your cells that are old and weak, they die. So you can think of it like a controlled fire in the forest. They put controlled fires through forests and it kills everything, but it allows fresh, brand new, uh, green plants to grow. Same thing you're doing to your body. It's a controlled fire for your insides. And it kills all the gross, dead, nasty leaves and sticks and bugs in your stomach and regrows them into young and powerful cells. And so it's increasing your body strength. So once you finish a fast, you literally have a body of super cells, brand new cells. What's that mean? It means you're also killing off cancer cells, sick cells, disease cells, cells that won't actually help you. Your immune system cells are also being replaced. So all the cells in your body are being replaced by young, fresh, stronger cells. So you're basically telling your body, I'm not gonna let you do this naturally. You know, like slowly they die over time and you always have a mixture of young and old cells, weak and strong, but this forces you to have only strong cells. So it's really powerful, which is one of the reasons they recommend doing a five-day fast a couple of times a year, five days. I'm not up to that point yet. Uh, I'm gonna have to build up one day at a time. So next for me is 96 hours. So it also improves your brain function. And I will say in the morning, for me, I definitely notice that because you're going into survival mode, your body is basically, it's putting a lot more energy into, into surviving, right? Because you're, you're dying, quote unquote, you're dying because you need food. Your body's like, we need all the energy. And so it gives you all the energy because evolutionarily, if you were starving, you couldn't find food. If you just got weaker, you would never be able to kill that next bear or whatever you're trying to kill buffalo, right? You actually get stronger, mentally stronger as well as you fast because your body is giving you everything that it has to catch that next food. So it's actually really cool. Helps you think a lot. Helps you just have a lot more, I don't know, a lot more clear thoughts going on in there. Um, we talked about cancer. So obviously with the rat test, it could help. We haven't done any tests with humans yet, but with rats, it should help prevent um, Should help prevent humans, you would think, from getting cancer. So that's really cool. Uh, immune system, we discussed insulin sensitivity. So when you're more insulin sensitive, you'll be able to absorb nutrients better when you eat. So this kind of helps you absorb your nutrients more once you start eating, which is a really, really cool benefit that happens. 
So by lowering the amount of insulin in your body, you're going to break down fat faster, keep insulin levels low. When you start eating again, it's going to keep your blood sugar level regular, and it's just going to really help keep you healthier overall, which is really a pretty awesome benefit of fasting. Now, this one is interesting. I actually started fasting because of this, and it raises your growth hormone levels. Growth hormones are what you basically, it's, it's called HDH, human growth hormones, and it's useful to athletes because it helps us burn up fat faster and build muscle faster. So if you're an athlete, this is like a super drug, a super bug, whatever you want to call it, super hormone, I guess. And so if you're working out, you're playing sports, this is what you want. When you're fasting, it actually increases the levels of this HDH in your body, so it's going to increase the muscle gain and increase the fat loss. It's a perfect combination. So if you do these while working out, you're going to have some massive results. Now, for me, I didn't work out during this fast. I've got a broken rib and a torn um, rotator cuff. But if I did, the results would be huge. So fasting is an incredible way, an incredible way to work out on. Highly, rec- highly recommended. Weight loss is pretty obvious. Um, I'm about, what I say, 60, 70 hours in. I've lost three pounds so far, which is decent, but I'm not really doing it for weight loss. I'm doing it for all the other reasons. And I'm also doing it for willpower, mental toughness. Uh, it can help clear your skin, which is another huge benefit. If you're not eating greasy foods, you're not eating sugar processed gross stuff that we eat in America, you're not going to have all of that stuff coming out of your pores. And it's just going to kind of help your digestion be better. It's going to help clean up your gut and it's going to help you. So since your body needs all the energy, it's going to take that energy from anywhere it can find. So the energy is going to come from your fat, your dead tissues. It's going to replace old skin cells and new ones. And it's going to heal things quicker. It's going to heal your acne quicker, all that stuff. So fasting can help your acne. Um, maybe not for me. I noticed that I actually broke out a little bit more than normal while fasting. But So another interesting thing here, kind of related to fasting, is your gut health. A lot of doctors are saying gut health is actually like, your gut is actually like a second brain. It's interesting if you think about it. When you feel happy, where do you feel it? Or when you feel in love, where do you feel in love? Like you love this girl, you love this guy, or you feel heartbroken. You literally feel it in your heart, right? You don't feel that in your brain. When you feel hungry, you feel it in your stomach. When you feel sad, you feel it in your chest. You feel it all in your abdominal region. You don't really feel emotions in your head. In fact, I can't think of an emotion that I feel with my brain. Your brain is really logical, but when you feel an emotion, you feel it. That's why they say you're heartbroken because your heart literally feels like it's broken. That's why all these emotions are described as being parts of your body. Your stomach dropped, a pit in my stomach, right? That's what it feels like. So some doctors are saying that your stomach, your gut is a second brain. There's something in there that's a second brain that's tied to your emotions. And so keeping that brain happy, keeping your gut happy, keeping it unswollen, keeping it healthy, keeping it with fresh, young, healthy cells, can actually increase your life because it's increased the span of your life, the happiness of your life, the quality of your life, because you're actually nourishing your second brain. So it's actually fascinating to think about. They say that gut health is related to heart attacks and can't like everything is becoming related to your gut health. So it's absolutely fascinating. Maybe I'll do a podcast if you guys are interested on this, but um, this is a massive help for gut health as well. So those are some benefits. If I haven't convinced you to do it at this point, I don't know if anything will, but let's talk about, let's say you decide, all right, I want to do fasting. What's the best way to do it? First things first, make sure you're done growing. All right. If you're not like 18, 19, 20, you're done growing. Don't do it. A couple ways to do it. Now, the way I normally do is called the 16, eight method. And you basically fast for 16 hours a day. So you're skipping breakfast each morning. 
which is fine. In fact, if you actually think about the name breakfast, it's break fast. You're breaking a fast. That's what the name means. So just break your fast later in the day. Eat your breakfast. Break fast. I love it. I just think that's the stupidest thing and it makes me so happy because I didn't know that for 20 years of my life. Instead of eating breakfast, eat lunch at 12 and then eat dinner at 6 and then don't eat again until 12. It's really not hard because you're spending the majority of the time asleep or drinking coffee. Just don't eat breakfast. Don't eat eggs. I mean, you can still eat eggs. Just don't eat them at 9 a.m. You're eating the same amount of calories. You're just changing when you eat them. So you're going to have two bigger meals instead of three smaller meals. And it leads to all the benefits we talked about. It's pretty easy. You don't have to be crazy like me and do three days. Um, There's the 5-2 diet. That is where you fast two days per week, maybe about 500 calories. You're not eating zero, but you're, I mean, you could eat zero, but you're eating under 500 calories. Maybe like you're having a single hamburger, a single sandwich, and the rest of the week you eat normal. So maybe Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, whatever, you eat a little bit lighter and that helps. Um, I wouldn't recommend that. It's kind of harder to do because you're like, oh, well, uh, maybe I'll just do it next week because I missed today. I actually would only recommend the 16-8. There's the eat, stop, eat. It's a 24-hour fast once or twice a week. So you're going to eat Monday, stop eating Tuesday, eat Wednesday, stop eating Thursday. It's like you alternate. I'm not a fan of that because it's just torturous, honestly. It's really torturous. You can do alternate day fasting similar to the one above. Um, the warrior diet is interesting where you're fasting during the day. Then you eat a massive meal at night. You basically feast all night in a four-hour window. So say from... I don't know, 6 to 10 p.m., you eat 2,000, 3,000 calories. So like every hour you have a full course meal. So I don't know that I'd recommend that one because you're not supposed to eat before you sleep. It's uh, kind of bad to digest while sleeping, but it is an option and it is an option. Then there's spontaneous meal skipping and that's when you're at work, you're at school, you didn't bring a lunch. You just say, I'm not gonna eat. I'll turn this into a fast. It's spontaneous, it's not planned. But if you forget a lunch, turn it into a fast and then you'll get the benefits as well. Um, overall, I'm recommending 16-8. It's easy. It's a lifestyle. Every single day, it's the same. You're not having to think about it. Did I eat yesterday? Oh, yeah, I get to eat today. It's simple. It's easy. It's quick. It's what I do. And then along with that, I'll throw in 24-hour fast maybe once uh, every month or two. I'll do a 48-hour fast here and there. And right now, uh, just to push myself, 72-hour fast. I'm doing the 72-hour fast because of willpower. I think willpower is a muscle. All right, as weird as that sounds. So I think the more that you push yourself and build up the muscle of willpower, the stronger it is in other aspects of your life. So I am forcing myself to do something where all of my biology tells me, stop, this is stupid, go eat. Everything in my body is telling me that. But I want to build this muscle up because I want to have really strong willpower because I want to be prepared for whatever life throws me. I want to be prepared for everything that I could face in my future. So we've gone over benefits of fasting. We've gone over how to fast, which really is pretty simple. It is that easy. I'm going to tell you guys about my experience fasting, particularly this specific 72-hour fast that I'm going through right now. So the first 24 hours of your fast is really not that hard. I mean, it's really not that bad at all. You, could, I could do it pretty frequently if I wanted to. It, there's a little bit of mental toughness required, but I don't feel any energy. I don't feel special. I don't feel like my life is changing. I just feel kind of hungry feel kind of annoyed and that's about it but once you hit hour 48 it starts to get real your biology and your instincts start taking over and it becomes a war with your mind it becomes an absolute war all you want is food you literally nothing matters friends don't matter family don't matter youtube doesn't matter money doesn't matter nothing matters at all except for food i spent hours literally just watching food videos on youtube i started cooking food just to smell it to be near it i mean It becomes an obsession. 
And you have to break through that because that is your instinct, your biology saying eat right now. And it's the subconscious part of your mind taking over and it is a challenge. And I'm in that phase right now where like literally just the thought of like anything that's edible makes my mouth salivate that I'm practically drooling. (laughs) Hear that? That's just from thinking about like beans. I don't even like beans. My mouth's drooling. Like that's how, that's how it gets. And it's crazy. So when you're fasting, understand that your subconscious will start taking over and logic starts feeling less important. You can say, oh, I need to do this because of these 10 reasons Loverfella told me or my own research. But that subconscious mind kicks into gear and it starts taking over and it starts telling you, I don't care what Loverfella said. I don't care what the stupid internet said. You eat right now. And that is what you have to overcome. You have to beat your subconscious. You take control and you should be fine. It's not easy to do. Another huge thing is it actually makes you face, this is weird, the darker side of yourself. We all have like dark sides, sides of us we don't like, parts of us we hate, parts of us we wish weren't there. When you're fasting, you're basically stripping away something that's so core to you, it just brings out this raw truth inside of you, and you're kind of forced to face it. Laying in bed at night, two hours, you'll just have conversations with yourself, and you'll be forced to face these things that maybe you've hidden for months or years or your whole life. They just surface. And so it's a really powerful way to kind of communicate with yourself in a new level. It's really weird to think about like when I'm talking about this, but it's powerful. Like you, you can figure out what you really want in life. Like you can figure out who is important to you and what's important to you and all kinds of really interesting things. So on a spiritual level, I guess you would call that, it's also very important. And one of the reasons I'm doing it is because I just wanted a mental reset. I wanted to take myself back and just kind of reset everything. That's almost what it feels like to me. Like all my bad choices, good choices, nothing matters because all that matters is surviving. Like all that matters is food. And so it puts things into perspective. It lets you realize maybe that time you yelled at a friend really didn't matter that much. You know, like it it just helps you clarify your life. And to me, that is the most valuable part of fasting. It just helps you understand a lot more than you would have understand. It helps you get out of the uh, the repeat that you're on. Like some days feel like they're being repeated. This helps you break free of that and recognize that every day is new. And it also helps you appreciate the small things, like a breath of fresh air, a glass of water, a single bite of an egg, something that you normally would just not, literally probably wouldn't even notice you're eating. You just bite an egg and be like, that was, that was an egg. But when you fast, that egg becomes the most valuable thing to you. That glass of water is so valuable and it just really helps you become more grateful. And becoming grateful is one of the most important things you can do in your life because you have a thousand things to be grateful for and it's so easy to just take them for granted. So fasting can help shift your mindset in ways that can change your life. And that is why I recommend it to people. It can really help, especially with what I'm saying here at the end, the whole being appreciative of small things, it's huge because then you can find joy in almost anything. Then you can pick up a blanket and feel so thankful that you've got a warm blanket. It can change. It can just change your whole mood, your whole day. You can get a burger and just enjoy how delicious it tastes, how thankful you are to have that burger. It makes your whole day. And so you start becoming happier through smaller and smaller things. And that cannot be overstated. The importance of that is unbelievable. So guys, first episode of the podcast is finished. I hope you enjoyed this if you watched it all the way through. Before we end this, I do want to say, um, if you're new here, I'm going to be posting these on my podcast YouTube channel as well as 
hopefully Spotify and Stitcher and all these podcast apps. I don't really know how to do it, but hopefully I can do that. Along with that, if you enjoyed this, be sure to share it with friends, family, anyone that you think could use this. And finally, if you guys want, I would love to have your support following me on Instagram. I really would like some more followers on Instagram. I kind of do all kinds of behind the scenes stuff there. Follow me at Loverfella or on Twitter at Loverfella TV. Guys, have an awesome day. See you guys next week on Thursday around, I don't know, what, what time should we release these? Leave me a comment, ask Lover. Ask me any question, three of them at the beginning of next episode. See you guys then. Spread the love. Have an awesome week. Peace.